Welcome into the AC of Red Liberty Basketball postgame show where your Liberty Flames knock off the Lipscomb Bison 52-47 in what I would call the most beautiful basketball game ever played. I mean, I don't think there's any, any debate about it. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Will Matthews. Uh, Will, have you got a chance to catch your breath yet? Did Liberty win? Yes, they did. Right there. <laughs> What a game. What a game. Well, talk for a second here um, about how you were feeling uh, midway through the second half there. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You're talking like six, seven, eight minutes there. I was not feeling too good about it, to be honest. I was trying to keep a positive attitude and try to tweet out some humorous things. But deep down inside, I wanted to crawl up into a fetal position because I thought that might be it. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely uh, not looking good there for a while. Um, we are uh, waiting on some post game reaction live from Richie McKay. Uh, the guys at a Sea of Red have got us all set up. So as soon as he goes live, uh, we will we'll bring you that uh, here live uh, for you. But this game, this game today, um, you, you know, it was not pretty, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> It really doesn't when you're at this stage of the year. I mean, it is yeah, it is simply right. survive in advance. Um, <clears throat> and Darius McGee, I mean, you know, Liberty is, is certainly not at their best. I think we all would agree. They are not at their best when, uh, when Darius has to shoot a high volume of shots, but he had to tonight. You know, it just, it was one of those nights where, where, uh, you know, no one else could get anything going. And we, we did get a comment here from LU grad, uh, Blake Preston, you know, yeah, he was huge on the stretch. I think he only had four points, but he really, really had his imprint on this game. Uh, played pretty solid defense on Asajli. Had that huge, huge tip out uh, that yep. uh, really felt like a back uh, back blow to Lipscomb uh, late in the game. We'll talk for a second about uh, Darius McGee and just you know, look, he didn't he didn't have his best shooting night, but in a game where there wasn't even a hundred points total scored. If I'm doing my, uh, li- my my Liberty math right, I mean he scored 26. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it, does it? I mean, it doesn't feel like he had that many. A lot of shots late in the possession, um, and at times, again, I'm an untrained basketball fan. Um, it looked like to me early on he was trying to shoot some threes, where maybe he was trying to draw contact on those shots instead of getting a good clean look at it. And I don't know if that was some kind of game plan or maybe I'm just reading into that wrongly, but yeah, just some incredible drives. Uh, He didn't really get a lot of help um, offensively. And we had kind of talked about how he he really needed to get some help. He didn't really get that, but yeah, Blake Preston coming up huge. He didn't have to get those, you know, he didn't have to get any buckets at the end there. Like he just needed to play solid defense because you knew they were going to a Sodula. He had to be on him. So yeah, good look by Blake tonight. We didn't see any of um, Micaiah Abi. I don't know if that was just because of the matchup situation or kind of what the deal was there. But I thought at times, like, Abi is a guy, it seems like he's not afraid to go to the basket. And I thought with Asajula being in foul trouble, I think Abi could have probably helped out there some. Yeah, that, that's a that's a great point, Well, Honestly, I, I didn't even notice that that uh... – B didn't get in the game, but yeah, I mean, it must've been, it must've been a matchup thing, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, we've talked, you know, all season about how, how 
Blake could be a, a real huge contributor in the ASUN tournament, you know, and, and especially in a slower paced game, which this clearly was a, a more of a drag out game. And, uh, you know, I, I think Richie just, you know, went with his, uh, went with his guys. We got a comment for here from Sam, uh, Keegan and Kyle, uh, not missing free throws down the stretch was gold. Yeah, I mean, you know, no one had a, a good shooting night. I mean, Liberty was 6 of 32 from 3. I mean, if you would have told me that Liberty went 6 of 32 from 3, I would have been, like, on the floor crying, thinking we, you know, <laughs> we probably lost by double digits, you know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, those guys made huge shots down the stretch. You know, <laughs> maybe some debate. I, I know uh, I know my guy Ryan, uh, Kim Wright, doesn't agree with me, but – uh, I, don't, I didn't see the final numbers, but uh, late in the game, that was the uh, least amount of points per possession that Lipscomb had in a game all season. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. Liberty got crazy lucky tonight. I'm definitely not smart enough to dissect uh, uh, what's good defense and what's bad defense. I just can look at the numbers and say, hey, that was their worst performance points mm-hmm. per possession uh, uh, all season. And another comment here from Bailey. I lo- love these comments. Uh, if uh, if you're watching on Twitter, if you do hop onto the YouTube link that I tweeted out, you can comment and interact with us as we're as we're waiting here for uh, Coach McKay. But great comment from Bailey. Really strong effort from Warfield and uh, Vinzant. Um, yeah, they were they were really good on the defensive end. And, and Warfield, you know, I felt like he he got a, a couple times he got blown by by um, KJ Johnson uh, in the first half, but he didn't allow that to to really you know, throw him off. He, uh, he plays really good defense and had some huge rebounds. Looks like, uh, Lenny Akoff is, uh, going to give some post game, um, reaction. Why don't we go ahead and listen into him at least for a little bit and, uh, hear what he had to say about today's game. Yeah. Um, what a hard fought basketball game. You know, it wasn't wasn't the prettiest thing to watch on either end, but, um, congratulations to Liberty. Um, I have a ton of respect for Coach McKay, their whole staff, uh, their whole program, the way they do things. Um, you know, they got a great shot to win it. Um, but with that being said, I was unbelievably proud of our team tonight. Um, I thought we fought. I thought we had a good plan. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I think we had the, meet, the lead at the last media. I think we're up one at the last media. And we talked about trying to get game pressure on. We wanted to try to get the game inside the last five minutes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, they've got Darius McGee. He's awfully, awfully good player. And But I thought we did a good job on him. Um, you know, you, you, when you play a guy like that, you want to make sure you try to keep him to a number of points, number of shots. It took, it took 26 shots to get 25 points, and that's what your goal is. Um, but I thought our effort was fantastic. We came up here a month ago and they just blitzed us from three. They, they made 17 threes tonight. They went six for 32, but we reciprocated by going three for 20. And uh, I thought we had a lot of good looks. Um, you know, we got a great look there at the end. It would have tied it with a minute to go. And, and you know, but I, I, it's 32 years for me. And I can promise you ain't nobody trying to miss them. That's just the way it is. And they're trying to make them. And we just didn't get to go in tonight. You know, neither team shot it well, but, um, just again, congratulations to them, and, and uh, they're they're an awfully good basketball team, and they'll be a tough out going forward for sure. And Sajula had to work for his points. And Preston coming off the bench, how much of a factor was he in, you know, being able to force Sajula? Yeah, he, that's a great question. He does. He did a really good job. You know, that they play him a lot more against us than they do most other people. Um, and Blake Preston's a good player. I mean, he started for them last year. They got to the NCAA tournament. And, 
he's won a lot of basketball games here, so it's, it's nice to have a guy like that off the bench. Um, but he does match his size. And, you know, Son didn't have his best night, but late in the game we went to him. He, he went and scored it for us a couple of times big. And, um, but I'm riding or dying with him. I mean, I'll go, he's coming back next year for his fifth year, and um, we'll keep throwing it to him again next year, I promise you. But Blake did a nice job. Coach, the play of Trey Benham for you guys tonight, a young guy to come in here and do that in a, in a tough environment, a win-or-go-home win game. Uh, how much does that speak to him? He's really got a chance to be a good player. You know, the biggest thing about Trey is um, in our society today, when kids don't get what they want, they usually run for the hills. You know, they'll try to blame somebody else. And he was not playing at all when the conference started. He was not playing. But he kept coming to practice every day, and every day he's playing well and playing well, and he's staying getting there early and leaving late. And uh, he's really moved the needle for us the last month. I mean, he's 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 a, I mean, he's out, he was in high school last year, and um, you know his dad went to school here, played baseball here. Uh, Will Pruitt's a freshman, number two for us, so we had two freshmen out there an awful lot. Um, and this is not going to do anything but help us going forward. But Trey, really, I'm real happy for him. When we came up here a month ago, he tried too hard. He had a lot of people here, and he just kind of got outside his lane a little bit. But he was really, really good tonight, and honestly, I, I think, I don't know if he took a bad three. I thought all those were going in. He, he's been really shooting it good. We talk about the three-point line. Um, kind of found a way to score getting inside. Uh, Trey drove, drove a lot, didn't yeah. see that a whole lot um, up until this year. And obviously, KJ had a good night getting inside, too. Yeah. Uh, what was that adjustment made, or was that kind of uh, an expectation from the start? Well, you, you have to be careful. You play around their defense a lot. They're really good defensive, but we scored 32 paint points. And that 32 to 16 in the paint, and there is no telling how many we miss right at the rim, and uh, and that'll haunt us. There, there's no doubt. Um, but I don't know how many people really gave us a chance coming into the night. We thought we had a chance. I, we've been really, really close. We're so much better than our record. We've been had the lead, as you know, many, many times late in the second half, and I'd be able to get to the finish line. And, you know, we just need to jump up and make a shot tonight. We couldn't do it. But to their credit, they made plays. And I guess it was McGee that hit the three, I guess, to put them up or whatever it was. I don't know. I mean, that, I'm glad he's gone. I'm telling you that right now. So I hope he's gone anyhow. He's really good. Coach, if you would have uh, known before the game that uh, you would have held Liberty down to 30% shooting and 6 of 32 from three, would you have taken that? I really liked our chances. You know, I. I said, I don't remember if we're down one or up one at the last media, but I told our guys, and, and honestly, we probably should have been up a little bit more. We had chances to go up four or five several times. And, um, but I said, you know, when we got on that plane yesterday, if you told me it's going to be a one-point game four minutes ago at Liberty, I mean, they're obviously really good in here. I guess it's like 50 out of 52 in here or something. Um, we'd have took it. And, uh, but they made some plays and we didn't. But, I, you know, there's times you're disappointed in your team. I'm just disappointed for them. I'm not disappointed in him at all. I'm just disappointed for him tonight. You said on Tuesday you play loose, and that was the plan. Do you think you accomplished that today? Yeah, you know, I thought we did. I thought we were a little tentative to start the game offensively, but their defense had a lot to do with that. I mean, I, you know, I mean, they missed a lot of shots that they normally make, and there's no doubt about that. But I thought our defense was really good. I thought we had a good plan, and thought we, you know, so I thought we had a lot to do with that. All right, thank you guys. Thank you, coach. Appreciate coach. it. All right, that was uh, Lipscomb head coach uh, Lenny Acoff, as, <laughs> as you see uh, Chad uh, joined in, and uh, looks like we're jumping right back in uh, to Liberty. Here's Richie McKay with Darius McGee and uh, Blake Preston. Any comments? And we'll get to uh, some questions from the media. 
You tell me, Jason. Y'all ready? Uh, it uh, is sermon time. Uh, that was really hard fought. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Coach Acuff and their their uh, their program. They're, they do it the right way. Uh, they had a great scheme and game plan. And uh, I don't care how old you are, how many games you've been in in tournament play. The first one is always really hard because you realize the significance of it. So I was proud of our group that we uh, we didn't play as efficiently as we had been on the offensive end, but we found a way uh, to, to pull one out. Questions? Richie, from a defense perspective, I mean, contested really well, especially in the post with Blake on Asadula. Uh, was this the type of defensive effort you'd like to see out of this group of really contested and making yeah, you wouldn't know by Blake's numbers how effective uh, he was in terms of the outcome that we desired. But uh, Blake is really physically and mentally tough. And I thought his individual performance on Hassan was terrific. So, uh, But we also, the guys around them are capable, as you saw tonight. And I felt like we had the right discipline that, uh, that was needed in order to, to make it hard for them. Going into the locker room down one, what was your message to the team? Uh, I just felt like we had a bunch of interference going. Uh, I felt like we were a little down because we weren't as efficient offensively. And, and then I mean, they had six layups on straight line drive. Right? So we're better than that. And I thought in the second half we were much more attentive to detail. Richie, you said all year, you know, you, you wanted the challenge. You, you wanted to, to go through the, the ups and downs and the adversity to, to get better. Do you feel like some of those those valleys along the way maybe helped you pull it, pull it out tonight? Yeah, I said it, but I didn't mean it. No. Um, yeah, I think anytime you go through a struggle, and uh, for those of you who weren't here, we had two overtime games at home uh, before this one. So our guys had been in some hard-fought battles. And, uh, for as many games as we played in February or the end of January to February, with as little practice as we had, uh, I felt like our defense kind of got back to who we are. And uh, th I, look, I got a lot of belief in this group, you know, offensively. Uh, credit Lipscomb, but I think we're I think we're better offensively than we should. Blake, that interior defense. Uh, you've played Sajlo tough earlier this year here, and how key was that down the stretch to be able to contest on some of those shots? limited the one possession one shot on those possessions i mean yeah coach said it um the guys around me like did a great job of like also affecting like whether it was just staying like right in his pocket ready to pick the ball or whatever else it was um made him second guess it and uh i was picking miles brain as well um he had pre some previous success against him in the ASIN tournament uh the first time we played him here um so that was something that like was beneficial um but i think that like Kyle did a great job on him as well, and we forced some pivotal turnovers. Uh, Darius had a choke out, so I think it was it was a great job as a team, just being able to know um, what they were going to do and be able to impact that. And Darius, I want to dig back off that. You hit that pull up jumper to put you ahead, and then you had that heady defensive play to come in and try to steal it from a sideline. He throws it away. You go into the media timeout with momentum. How big of a swing was that to one take the lead and then? you know, play heads up defense to really, you know, get the crowd fired up. 
Well, I think it was huge because now the shows we're always talking about what we really needed to stop. So for Blake to play him as tough as he did, the possessions before, so like kind of took his eyes off of where the hell defense was coming. So all of us are just looking to make a play. And unfortunately, I was in a position to get my hand on the ball or just make him second guess, and we forced a turnover. And then after that, it was just like a matter of getting stops and getting very shot. We knew we had, at that point in the game, like we could turn it aside. Coach, after two overtime games back-to-back -back like that, when the shots don't start falling in the first half, is there any fear of maybe that emotional letdown where your guys aren't necessarily ready yet, you know, emotionally ready yet? Uh, no, this group is always emotionally ready. Like they they, uh, they really have the right uh, lens that they look from. And they know their identity. Look, it's college basketball. And sometimes shots don't fall. But I think I think we have the maturity to to rely on uh, the other end of the floor when uh, when things aren't going well and when we're clicking on both ends we're a tough out. Um, but hey, shout out too to our crowd. I thought the arena has been tremendous the last three home games and, and we'll need that against a really good Bellman team on Saturday. Kind of going off of that big group between Darius and Blake, you feel like that got the crowd back into the game and turned it around? Uh, the alley you're referring to. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It got us going in the right direction. I was just a little worried that Blake was going to hang on the rim and get a technical because uh, I've seen him do that before. Uh, but no, that was that was a big play. And again, anytime uh, you can lift your crowd onto their feet, that helps the cause. John, Darius, uh, you guys, you Blake, some of the other guys, Kyle and others, have played in a lot of you know, tournament games in March. You know, they've been you know, tight coming down the stretch. How much does that previous experience help as you guys were coming down the stretch here tonight? Uh, the small things like the little details get magnified. Like those, those are the things that you pay the closest attention to, and you try to trickle that down so that everyone who maybe hasn't been in this situation before, like the freshman, just try to help that transition because we need everybody, especially postseason. Like conference games are already hard enough, but in the postseason, everything tightens up and everything is that much harder. So it's just a matter of you know, paying attention to the small details. Any questions? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, on behalf of our organization, Eagle Sports, we want to present you the Player of the Year. sound they are on the offensive end? Uh, I'd rather play anyone at home than on the road, but uh, but the seeds held true. Uh, it's been a tremendous ASUN uh, conference uh, regular season. And uh, again, this is what you prepare for. So we know how good they are. It, it, Scott Davenport, uh, people thought that Bellarmine wouldn't be a factor. They just didn't pay attention. They went to 12 straight Division two tournaments, 12 straight. And then uh, they played in the postseason last year. So we're very aware and very respectful of what they do. And uh, again, we're going to need everybody to uh, recover quickly and have a quick turn. They're, they're hard to guard and they're really hard nosed defensively. That's good. I think so. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. That was head coach Richie McKay with Darius McGee and uh, Blake Preston giving the uh, 
post game uh, comments. I believe Darius was presented. I, I thought I heard the uh, Virginia Player of the Year. I think that was the award that he was uh, given. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I was trying to 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 tune in. I think Zach heard uh, Central Virginia. Uh, so thanks, Zach. Uh, better hearing than uh, uh, than. <laughs> Than, than myself uh will do you have any thoughts on the post game comments uh yeah um i think it was uh zach green who commented did acuff just say asadula is coming back next year at about the exact same time i texted you that <laughs> if, if that guy feels like he's been in the a sun for 10 years i don't <laughs> i guess it's just five years i mean maybe it's because he looks like he's 37 and we played him you know as a freshman yeah, Ken Palm actually has him listed as a junior. I had to take a double take. So I, I think they had already, I guess, confirmed and they reclassified him as a junior because of the whole Gosh. COVID year or whatnot. So, yeah, he's going to be back. Um, I don't know. I, you know, like they weren't that great with him this year. So I, I honestly, there was some times on the floor tonight where it almost felt like, you know, the ball didn't move as well with him, which is weird because he's such yeah. like a high assist rate. But, you know, you saw how... Um, how good Benham can be and you know hey, it might be you know hopefully he kind of stops his uh his development uh here as we uh get through uh if you're watching you see at the bottom uh the 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 sun uh, uh final scores let's take a quick look here at the updated bracket uh so Bellerman knocked off Florida Gulf Coast by 13 points tonight I uh, did not see that one coming. Thought for sure Florida Gulf Coast, and you know, as as we said, you know, they 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 trapped us. They I said this on Sunday night. I said I feel like they're trapping me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them anyways. Uh, you know, momentum just I mean, it doesn't mean all that much coming into these tournaments. It you know, it's their one game, and uh, so congrats to Bellerman. Uh, they will be Liberty's next opponent. Uh, we believe the game is going to be at six o'clock. I don't know if I've seen anything official. I've uh, been trying to monitor all of the uh, channels out there. So uh, if anyone does know if it's official, please comment and let me know. Uh, but, uh, Will, quick thoughts on Liberty Bellerman uh, on Saturday. Ooh. Well, yeah, uh, like you were saying, you know, we thought with momentum being behind Florida Gulf Coast coming in hot, but evidently it did not matter against Bellerman. Um, just looking at the box score, Bellerman had all five of their starters score in double figures. That's pretty incredible. Uh, Dylan Penn had 17, and C.J. Fleming had 19. Um, and it looks like they hit a bunch of threes tonight. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, Lipscomb did not hit a bunch of threes. Um, so, and if they would have, if they would have had just a few more go in, uh, it could have been a different ball game tonight. Yeah, I mean, Asajjo was only 5 for 14. and None of those were three-point attempts. So, yeah. you know, that's that's – not not very efficient, you know, so that's kind of what I'm saying about, well, okay. He feels like a problem, but I don't know if he really is that big of a problem. Uh, we're hoping to get chat on here in just a second, but let's talk real quick about the other the other matchup. Uh, uh, Jacksonville State was struggling with Kennesaw for a while, but they pulled away at the end. Jacksonville pretty well. I, you know, I was watching a little bit of that. I think they controlled Central Arkansas pretty well throughout. Central Arkansas made it a little closer at the end, but uh, all chalk, uh, Jacksonville State, Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville, I mean, they're, you know, they're 
numbers wise, they're the the third best team in the conference. So you know, Jacksonville State's certainly not getting an easy matchup. Uh, I mm-hmm. definitely feel like Bellarmine's a much much better matchup for Liberty, um, just because of you know Liberty's ability to you know score against them. You know, they don't really have a ton of size, and um, Liberty, you know, the two times they've played them have had no issues scoring. So hopefully, uh, yeah. uh, they could turn the page quickly on tonight. But um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. What are your, what's your thoughts on Jacksonville State, Jacksonville? Yeah, Jacksonville is sticky, man. They uh, like they just won't. They would not go away during the regular season um, standings, and you know, pretty impressive game against Central Arkansas. Kind of kept control of that one. So I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a close one. I don't think that necessarily Jacksonville State is going to run away with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a, a tight, tough ball game. Uh, Jacksonville certainly not a comfortable team uh, to be. Uh, to be um, um, playing win, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah. Who so, who would you ra- who would you rather play in the championship game, Jacksonville or Jacksonville State? Well, definitely Jacksonville. But I mean, just <laughs> I mean that would be a home game. So that's a uh, um, that's huge. Yeah, it looks like we're just about set to to get Chad. He's, he's looks like he's just about ready. Uh, it's it set up here. Um, did want to tell you. Uh, real quick about uh, Saturday. So I'm assuming Liberty had posted before that the game will be at six. So uh, we'll do a pregame show Saturday, five 30 uh, for Liberty at uh, or Liberty versus Bellarmine. Uh, get you guys all set for that. Um, and uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, thanks everyone, you know, for uh, chiming in and, uh, you know, chatting with us tonight. Um, another, another point on, uh, on tonight's win. Uh, Liberty is now 10-0 all-time in the A-Sun tournament. All right, guys. Sorry, we can't can you hear, hear you. us. Give us a thumbs up. We can hear you. Hear you but, um, <laughs> we can hear you. We are live in the uh, the arena after the game. Uh, it was definitely the loudest I've ever heard it. I know I said that last time. Uh, check out the Zamboni cleaning the floor post-game. Pretty sweet. But uh, John and I are sitting courtside here. Um, John, uh, was that the loudest you've ever heard it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was loud. The crowd definitely helped the team. The team fed off of it there in the closing minutes. But, yeah, I mean, it was loud. I was really excited at how loud it was from the jump. I mean, in the pregame warm-ups, I tweeted something out about this, that it, it was loud, and you could tell the crowd was energized and engaged from the beginning. So uh, that definitely helped them down down the stretch. But I really think that, uh, you know, Blake Preston's minutes down the stretch against Asajula were huge. He was able to come up with that huge steal in the closing minutes and got a huge uh, second, uh, you know, re- offensive rebound. Uh, allowed for us to get a second chance. Uh, we didn't score that time, but it allowed us to take another 20 seconds off the clock. So his play was huge. He's been up and down a lot this season. But, uh, he, he played well. And also Isaiah Warfield with a huge defensive stop down here uh, on their last possession when they got a good uh, good shot. So all in all, a lot of team contributions, player contributions. And, uh, you know, obviously it was uh, Darius McGee that got it all done. Yeah. Uh, what, one of the things that I noticed was basically uh, one of the things I noticed tonight was the leadership of the seniors. So they would have a timeout or they would have a little uh, huddle with their team, and uh, then they would go into the um, – then they would come out onto the floor and have their own little huddle, and you could really see the uh, 
you could really see the senior leadership. I saw Keegan doing that. I saw Kyle doing that. He has two more years, I think. We heard tonight that Hassan is coming back another year, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, we basically, um, basically what I'm trying to say is the senior leadership tonight, uh, uh, and uh, Acuff alluded to it in his thing. He said, basically, look, we want to get them in a game situation with five minutes left and let, let them feel that game pressure is what he said. And uh, I thought that there was a lot of game pressure. I was nervous wreck because we're down and we're in the Ace Sun tournament first round quarterfinals against Lipscomb and we can't make a shot. I'm feeling crazy. But you look out there and Keegan, uh, Darius and Kyle in particular just had this calm about them, kept bringing the team together and uh, kind of brought everybody together. So that's kind of it. John, any other final statements here? From- yeah, yeah, a couple of thoughts. I mean, it, it's crazy. No, Liberty didn't play their best game, but they, they shot 29.8% from the field for the game. They were 6 of 35 from three and still come out of here with a win. 52 to 47. This is not how the team's been winning lately. They've been doing it with offense. So, you know, it's great to see the team be able to win on, you know, in different ways. Also, how about Trey Benham? I know we don't like to, you know, prop up the other team players that much, but man, this is a kid who his dad played here Freshman. at Liberty in uh, in baseball, and you know he wanted to play at Liberty. He, uh, he Coach Acuff even alluded to it there in his press game, post-game press conference about uh, how it was personal for him, you know, last game here. And, and man, that dude balled. True freshman out here, scored, what, 22 points, I think it was. Uh, really, really, you know, ballsy play from that guy. Yeah. So, all in all, fun night. Uh, it was just me and the wife here tonight. Didn't bring the kids. So, it was a really fun night to cheer on the Flames. Um, that's the loudest I've been. So, even if the arena wasn't loud, that's the loudest I've been in a Liberty game since I was a student. So, that was a lot of fun. I look forward to doing it again Saturday night. Um you know, the thing I'm taking away from all of this is the Flames can win any flavor. You want to go into a 90s game, you want to play to a game where the other team only scores 47, uh, Blake, and you bring in Blake Preston, and he has more minutes and contributes more than he has pretty much all season. We can win any flavor, and I love that. We're not one-dimensional like we used to be. We can kind of hang with anybody. So that's it from the arena. Uh, Nick, Will, I'm sure you guys are killing it. Can't wait to go back and rewatch the show. Uh, sorry, we're buffering a little bit tonight. The uh, Wi-Fi is not great, and we're doing this on an iPhone on a tripod. So, But it's been a lot of fun. Hope you guys have had fun on the post-game show. Can't wait to watch it tonight when I get home. You guys have a good night. Go for- <laughs> All right, awesome. Mic drop. Uh, from our our boys, so I, I was getting some we were getting some comments in the the the, the chat on, on YouTube. I just checked. Jacksonville State says that they are playing at six o'clock on Saturday, but they are Central Time Zone, so I believe six o'clock will be seven o'clock for us. Uh, Liberty they had posted something earlier in the year earlier in the week that said the game would be at six p.m. They were doing like a rundown of the whole week, and they said basketball six p.m. So. I, I don't know. I'll wait and see on that. Just obviously check check Liberty Social, but uh, I believe Jacksonville State is going to be at seven. So be interesting to see um, if these games are at the same time, like they've been doing, or if they're going to stagger yeah. them. I hope they stagger them. It makes no sense to have two semifinal games in two different gyms at the same time. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Will any uh, final thoughts before we we wrap this one up tonight? Yeah, I mean, well, the ASUN does a little bit of fishy things with their tournament and how they handle things. So who knows? Um, Yeah, so just um, that was a good point by John. We haven't seen a low-scoring game in quite a while. Um, I think the 
least amount of points scored against us this year was 36 by Carver, but that doesn't count. So I think Missouri actually scored less than Lipscomb tonight. So it's been, it's just been a while since we've seen a low scoring game like that. Um, I thought it was interesting. One thing I wrote down and I forgot to mention that during the um, press conference, um, Blake mentioned how he kind of picked Mayo's brain about how to play a Sajula and brilliant move by Blake because Mayo, um, did a great job against the Sajula in their battles throughout the year. So exciting and looking forward to uh, what we got going on Saturday. Yeah. And just to, I guess, give you some, some numbers behind that. Uh, so Liberty, it was their uh, worst offensive efficiency game since Stephen F. Austin. So worst, mm. none, they, the worst conference game of the year scoring wise, but it was uh, their best defensive efficiency game. Uh, in a long, long time um, since Carver, uh, Missouri was actually the uh, other only. I think the only other mm-hmm. D one, <laughs> only other D one game that was uh, uh, that was better uh, d- uh, defensive efficiency wise. Uh, yeah, all, and I, all year. Yeah, I think our defensive efficiency is a lot of luck. Now, not to say that they weren't giving them tough looks around the rim because they were they were stepping in front of uh, lanes and they were really defending them going to the basket. But they, Acuff mentioned it in the press, they they missed a ton of shots around the basket. So I think it's a, just a mix of good defense and a lot of good luck. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I, yeah, I, I agree. They, I think they definitely were fortunate around the rim, but let's go most three of 20 from three. And yeah. I, I did feel like Liberty uh, did a, a, a much better job than we've seen in a while uh, defending the three ball. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a – I never played anywhere close to Division One basketball, but it felt like Liberty was much more concentrated on this game on controlling the three-point line than than I've seen in, in a long time, like maybe ever. Um, it, it felt earlier they were playing much farther out, which maybe gave them some of those shots around the rim. And they were like, hey, let's go beat us around the rim. And, yeah. you know, they didn't. So I, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't feel like they I don't feel like Lipscomb got a ton of great looks from three. Did you No. Um, I mean, Benham was the only guy that was getting some pretty decent looks. And it was almost like Liberty was saying, hey, if you guys are going to beat us, Asajula is going to be the guy to do it. Yeah, Benham was only three for 10. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's like that Dunmartin when he went five for 15 and you're like, oh my gosh, he hit everything. And it's like, oh, you actually, he actually only yeah. hit one out of every three shots. It, it, it's crazy how, how it can feel different, you know, in the moment than it was. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but hey, baby, survive in advance this time of year. Liberty did it. We're oh. back on, uh, on Saturday. And, uh, <clears throat> I, I, uh, I love the Bellarmine matchup. Uh, you know, I mean, Bellarmine, I mean, they played a great game tonight, but Bellarmine is 319th in the country in uh, defensive efficiency. So they are not and a good, they are not a good defensive team. And Liberty has, you know, chopped them up. So hopefully get this game behind us. Hey, you won, you survived and, and you know, get that offense flowing on Saturday. Hey, making a big prediction. I think we're going to get a big win against Bellarmine. They've never played in Lynchburg. I think the crowd's going to be rocking after momentum of this game. I think we, I think we're in for a big win from Liberty. Blowout. I like it. I love it. Yeah, great point that they've never, they've never come to Lynchburg. So yeah, let's give them a Liberty. Liberty fans in Lynchburg, give them heck on a, on on Saturday. You know, Our boy make, Jeremiah Flincham on TV giving the referees the business tonight. Absolutely, that was awesome. absolutely. Make uh, make make Bellerman feel it. it 
it uh unless uh Jacksonville wins it's the uh last home game of the year so yes, let's let's make it count well for John for Chad for Richie McKay for Lenny Akoff for Will Matthews I'm Nick Kirby thanks so much for joining us for the ASEA Red Liberty Basketball Post Game Show presented by Jason Porter Real Estate covering all of your residential and commercial needs in the Lynchburg area we'll see you on Saturday 